Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please watch your children. And now, let the show begin. You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with your hosts, Tim and Gary. Grab a bowl of Lucky Charms. Put on your hammer pants. Hammer pants! Slip on your power glove and relive your childhood with a show dedicated to the love of animation. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Disney. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And so much more. It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. I am, of course, your host, Tim Medell. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Saturday Rewind. And I'm your co-host, Gary Lane. You can follow me on Twitter at SMRGary. Today, we have a special episode, like a bonus special episode. We have Christy Sprawl. 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 That was close, right? Sprawl. Yes, <laughs> you're correct. Christy, tell everybody about yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is Christy Sprell, and I've run a website called Voice Chasers for about 20 years now uh, when there wasn't much information on this stuff. The internet was still young at the time, and we needed a resource to kind of found out, find out who did what voice and what show. Uh, it became kind of a hobby for me, and we started the site, and, it be- and it's become big, and we're still going strong uh, 20 years later. Nice. 20 years. That's very impressive. Yeah. How did you and, G- and Gary get together? That's how I, that's oh. how I know about you is through Gary. Yeah, so Gary and I met at Awesome Con last. Was that last year, Gary? That was a year ago. That was last year, yeah. Yeah, about a year ago, um, and we were in the same panel. Was that Jess's panel? I think Jess Harnell's panel. It was either Jess Harnell or the voice actor table read. Yeah, one or the other. Uh, and I was doing my my press thing and recording the panel, and, and Gary came up to me afterwards. We met, and we've we've become friends since. It's been great. Yeah. Aw. Oh, I saw I saw you with the camera at two different panels, and I was like, "Hmm, I Who wonder is that person? if she's going to be." Yeah, how does she have this camera? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I need answers. So I approached you, and you gave me your card, and I think I gave you one of our cards, and yeah, and that's how it all happened. It's always great to meet new voice actor fans. There were a small subset uh, out there, but uh, it's definitely gotten bigger since especially 20 years later now mm-hmm. you know oh, back yeah. yeah back at comic-con i remember uh you know mark evanier's voice panels used to be in the small rooms at san diego uh and it barely was filled and now it takes up two or three rooms i think at san diego and you can't even get in anymore which is great i, I just love it to see all the fans uh people getting the recognition they, they deserve so so let's let people kind of understand where you come from um what kind of cartoons were you gravitated to when you were a kid? Yeah, so my first big obsession, I'm going to call it that, um, was probably He-Man. So I think I was four or five, uh, and someone on the playground had a He-Man action figure. Like, what's that? Uh, and then I begged my, my mom to get me one. I think Manny Faces was my first <laughs> He-Man action figure. And then it kind of spiraled from there, and I just started collecting all that, and then it kind of morphed into Shira when that happened. And there was a Care Bears obsession period. There was a My Little Pony obsession period. Uh, and then I would say the, the second biggest one was probably Ninja Turtles, um, and that that basically took over my life. And I actually went to the Turtles 2 premiere yesterday yeah. in New York City. Oh, it's amazing. Vanilla Ice was there. Yeah, he was. 
He was there, and uh, some other guys I know that do uh, the, the turtle walk arounds were there with with uh, ice. And uh, yeah, he came out before the movie started. It was great. How was the movie? So I equate it to it's kind of like the Force Awakens for the Ninja Turtle fandom. That's what uh, so I'm. The, <laughs> That's what I when I was watching the trailer. I was like, even Gary mentioned that. I think it was last night. How it yeah. seems like they're really making up for the last one, and it's for the fans. Yeah, that I think they learned a lot of their lessons. Um, the the story is definitely stronger, and I think that last one they really cut up that that film, and you could just tell there's just so many holes in that yeah. that movie, uh, and mm-hmm. it shows. And there's this one has a lot more turtles in it. So nice, you know, more turtles, more better, right? So. Uh, it's focused on the turtles and April's more like a, a, a co-star instead good. of, you know, a, the star of the film. Good, good to hear. Uh, supporting cast. So, yeah, it was it was good. I, I'm It's probably my second favorite turtles film after the original 1990 nice. film. Wow. That's saying a lot. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Lots of fan service in there. So Yeah, no, I, I can tell by, by watching the trailer. I'm excited actually for it. Yeah, I think you guys will like it. What about Medea? How was she in the movie? the 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 baxter character um i think tyler perry did okay he was a little more nutty professor than i would have liked baxter to Mm. be but Mm. it was still it was still fine um and bebop and rocksteady definitely uh those two guys uh gary anthony williams and uh and seamus were just great as those characters yeah they did a good job what about don't give any spoilers but was there could you see possibly Baxter's character evolving to what he becomes later in the series? In the movie, no. Oh. I didn't get that hint anyway. Ah. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. You never know. Yeah. So what about voice actors? Who are your, some of your favorite voice actors? Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know if I can rank, but I would say Corey Burton is probably up there as one of my favorites. I interviewed um, him. Yes, I know. I, I love your podcast, you guys. because you. You really uh, give recognition to these guys that rarely get uh, the credit they deserve. So, um, yeah, I would say Corey, Frank, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Frank, mm-hmm. Frank Welker. Um, James Arnold Taylor mm-hmm. is so talented. Uh, his range is amazing. Eric Bowser's range is amazing. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people uh, out there. But I, and Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh, yeah. So good. All these guys are just so talented, you know. Uh, and and they and nobody knows who they are. Uh, I know. So it's it's amazing. It's amazing. But yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say those those are probably my top top tier, my my pantheon, if you will. So yeah, Corey is definitely my favorite interview I've ever done. So I, I love yeah. talking with Corey. I mean, I don't know if you listened to that one, but it was like how long was that one? It's about two hours. Almost two hours long. When I was when I scheduled the, the interview with his PR people, she said to keep it at about twenty minutes. <laughs> and uh, I tried to cut it off 20 minutes later, and he kept on talking, talking, talking. You'll hear me try to cut off like two or three times because I didn't want to go too long. And he was just, just keep talking and talking. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah, He, he and he's so knowledgeable about uh, old-time radio and the microphone mm-hmm. oh, stuff. Microphones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's obsessed He knows with all that stuff so well. Oh, yeah. yeah what, awesome. what, about, what about Frank? Did you ever run into Frank? Have you ever met Frank? I have never met Frank personally, but I was at... What con was that last year? Uh, Rhode Island Comic Con last year, and Frank and Peter Cullen were there. Ooh. Um, I didn't pay for the. I almost regret not doing yeah. it, but I didn't pay for the VIP. But uh, I did get to sit in the the Transformers panel, uh, and I got 
I got kind of emotional, which I wasn't expecting. Oh, just yeah. seeing being there in the same room with Frank and just watching him just riff stuff and cracking Peter Cullen up to the point where he can't <laughs> talk and just it's amazing. It's it's amazing. I'm so happy that he finally got the Emmy that he deserved, the yep. Lifetime Achievement mm-hmm. Award, like a month ago now. Um, so so deserved. Yeah, I've never been to a panel before until last D23 when we went to the Goofy movie panel. And yeah. I got emotional during that panel. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure. If Bill was the, Bill Farmer was there, yep. Rob, Jim, Jason Morris, Jim, yep. J- Jim. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jim's another one. Jim's another giant for yep. me. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so growing up, you clearly love cartoons. So at what point did you create the website and how did that kind of happen? Yeah, so I was a big Ninja Turtle fan. And then in 93 or 94, when Animaniacs was on, my my best friend and I, who's also a Turtle fan, uh, were watching Animaniacs. And she said, Yakko sounds like Raphael. And I said, what? You're crazy. <laughs> and, uh, and at the time, if you remember, um, a lot of the cartoons at the time in the credits, it was just kind of a big block of names. So you weren't really yeah. sure mm-hmm. who was who. And Animaniacs was really one of the first that had a credit listing that showed which actor played which character. And that, that show really became the keystone for us. So, so we would have pieces of paper. We would tape every episode of every cartoon that was on at the time, fast forward to the credits, write down all the names. And then we say, okay, here's Animaniacs. I know this guy plays this guy. Here's the same name. Now we're going to rewind the episode, watch the episode again listen for that voice up. Oh, there's the character, hmm. write it down, write it down, write it down. And it was just that OCD. I'm going to call it OCD. <laughs> uh, just that process of listening and comparing and, you know, finding the, the same voice uh, and going to the library and researching. And then we had all this, these stacks of paper and we found about four or five others. If you remember at the time, there was a, a internet service called prodigy. So this is kind of before the mm-hmm. World Wide web. And uh, they had they were kind of a bulletin board based system. And we had a group of us that would kind of compile all this data uh, into the bulletin board. So as we were finding things, we were kind of adding it to the list. So we had lists of credits by actor and we had lists of credits by show or movie. And then what are we going to do with all this stuff? And so in about 1996, when I was a senior in high school, I learned how to code. And uh, and, you know, my parents had a Internet provider at the time that this is after Prodigy, that uh, gave you some web space. So I kind of just created a separate page for each of those pieces of paper, linked them all hmm. together, and we created the, the website uh, in 1996. That's before we even bought the domain name. Hmm. Uh, wow. And even through that, people would start finding, the actors would start finding themselves through uh, internet searches. So I think Joe Alasky was probably the first uh. voice actor that ever contacted me. And so you can imagine, I just thought this stuff was just kind of sitting out there and I get an email from Joe Alasky that says, here's my resume. Here's my headshot. Wow. You can update all my stuff. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. Now we have actual, wow. you know, data to use. And uh, and so and, and that kind of snowballed from there. So people kept finding each other and submitting stuff. And it, it's still going on today. It's it's free promotion for the actors and for the fans, we've become a resource, you know, for news and for interviews and stuff like that. And I've, I've been so lucky because I've gotten to know a lot of these guys personally, and they're just the yes. greatest people, the most talented people and the, the most egoless people. Yes, that they I've are. Met, I love that. Right? about. I used yeah. to do a, a website called Rock Bottom where I would interview rock musicians and actors. And yeah. you, you never know what you're going to get when you interview them. 
But voice acting, it's I love it. I love talking with them. They're so nice. It's true. It's it's amazing. I think it's there's definitely a line where you the more talent they have, the the less ego they have for some reason. Yeah, you know, we're, right. those are the people that should have the most ego, but they're the people with the less the least ego. So yeah. it's it's amazing. They're so good you, people. You came to be in '96. Uh, what year did IMDb start their page? I think IMDb was actually a little earlier than that. I think they were like '93 or okay. four. Yeah, I didn't know about them until later on. Before, before they got to be a corporate, you know, yeah. they were kind of doing similar stuff, but, yeah. um, but yeah, even back then, you know, you could kind of submit stuff and it wasn't always accurate. Oh yeah. Uh, still isn't. And so, yeah. yeah, still isn't, still isn't today, but <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so even back then I remember, I think Rob was, was credited on Thundercats and stuff like that. Yeah. I remember and, that. I remember that. You remember that? Yeah. I do. I, it's, cause I, I interviewed Rob, for, I interviewed Rob for uh, rock bottom and I questioned him about that. He's like, I don't think I worked on Thundercats. Right, right. That was there for a while, I think. It was, yeah. I think my interview was maybe 12 years ago with Rob. Yeah. Wow, 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, the audio is horrible. I would play it. The audio is really bad. <laughs> Since it was with Rock Bottom, <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't use audio at that point. I just typed it all up. Awesome. So tell us about this event coming up, all the dates, all the details and everything that you guys are, oh, sure. are doing. So this has been my dream for probably like 10 years now. Uh, as I've been doing voice chasers, I've noticed, you know, there's so many voice actors that are also just really super talented musicians. Uh, and as a musician myself, I, you know, that's kind of my two passions, right? The music thing and the, the voice thing. So um, I really wanted to get all these guys together and showcase the musical talents that most people don't even realize these guys have. A lot of them have bands or have been in bands or have even released their own music, you know, uh, publicly. And so um, since it's our 20 year anniversary this year, I decided this is the this is the year we're going to do it. So um, on July 17th, which is a Sunday, it's the Sunday before San Diego Comic-Con, um, we're getting together a bunch of uh, voice actor musicians and we're having this big rock concert at the Whiskey A Go-Go, which is one of the most iconic uh, mm-hmm. places in uh, in Hollywood. And so we've got acts like um, Rock Sugar, which is a pop metal mashup band that Jess Harnell heads. Uh, he's Wacko and Animaniacs, as you guys know. Uh, and then we have Tom Kenny, actually has an 11-piece soul band uh, called the Tom Kenny Orchestra, and they'll be playing at the, at the show. Um, speaking of Rob Paulson, so Rob Paulson, Debbie Derryberry, who's Jimmy Neutron, and Jim Cummings had a band about 20 years ago that they put together called the Tasmaniacs mm-hmm. and they used to play for charity and they're going to be reuniting for the concert, which is super exciting oh, for cool. me. And, uh, Robbie wrist, uh, who voiced Michelangelo in the original 1990, uh, turtle movie, uh, is going to be accompanying them on guitar. And then, um, we also have EG Daly who before she got into voiceover was big, of course, in uh, live action and also in music. She, um, I think she has a couple of gold records, one for uh, her song in the, Bre- the uh, Breakfast Club album hmm. and some other stuff. Uh, yeah, so she'll be playing uh, her, her music. And Troy Baker, who's quickly become a personal favorite of mine, um, his album, Sitting in the Fire, is amazing. If you've not heard it, I would highly suggest uh, going on iTunes and, and buying it. It's probably one of my favorite albums nice. of all time, which wow. <laughs> sounds weird, wow. but it's, it's, a, it's an amazing album. Uh, it's beautifully cool. produced album. Um, and he'll be playing also. 
at the concert. And then uh, we got James Arnold Taylor, who's Obi-Wan Kenobi in, in uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. He's actually going to be hosting the concert for us. Uh, since he's so good at hosting, he was, you know, he's been hosting uh, Disney Star Wars weekends now for the last several years uh, and some of the other Star Wars events. So he, I'm super excited about that. So this is kind of a dream come true for me. And uh, I hope everybody listening can make it. It's going to be a pretty epic event. Nice. I wish I could make it. I I hope you can. I know. I'm still. I'm not giving up on you yet. I know. I want to go so bad. That's so bad because it sounds so cool. Really, is it something very unique? Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be uh, all of the the net proceeds from the event are all going to benefit uh, VH1 Save the Music Foundation to help uh, education in in schools, which is so important. And it's to me personally because that's kind of where my music background came was, was from was growing up, you know, and being in choir and and you know performing in school and stuff so and where can people buy tickets and what's the dates and all they can go to voiceactorsrock.org that's the website it has all the information um and tickets are there we have a promo going on right now if you put in the promo code in all capital letters tweety like tweety bird so tweety and then the number 20 if you put that in you'll get 20 dollars off your ticket uh, when you buy your, your general mission ticket, we also have, um, some add-ons. So we have the ability, you can add on a booth. So, uh, a comfortable booth to sit in while you're there, you get a hundred dollar voucher on food and beverage, uh, at the show. And we also have a VIP meet and greet. So before the show, uh, if you buy the add-on, you can meet the performers, uh, and get autographs and, and photo ops and all that kind of stuff. You also get a t-shirt, uh, for the concert. And yeah, so, uh, and the, the date again is Sunday, July 17th. So if you're coming out for San Diego Comic-Con anyway, uh, you might want to take a detour and go through LAX first. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you can visit the concert, and then you can drive down to San Diego. So Perfect. And uh, what about people follow you? Do you want to put out your Facebook and Twitter or anything? Sure. Uh, we're at Voice Chasers on Twitter. Uh, on Facebook, we're slash voice actors. Um, and then personally, my personal Twitter is corn relish. If, if anyone ever wants to follow me personally, <laughs> which you're welcome to. Um, and yeah, and we're on Instagram too, is voice chasers and, and stuff like that. So nice. Yeah. Gary, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's pretty much You're going to be there, right? I will be there. Yes. Yay. It's going to so be fun, be Tim. I know. I know it's going to be fun. Stop <laughs> it. Stop putting it in my face like that. <laughs> Chris, this has been this has been fun. We we should have you on at like a regular, you know, every now and then. It'd be fun. I would I would love to. I love talking about this stuff. So. I know, I know. So do I. Anytime. Yeah. yeah, anytime. So that's gonna do for this episode. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, all that fancy stuff, and we shall see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to that Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.